The refreshing. The days are busy. Busy with the things of this life that keeps us in a place of, I have to do this and I need to do that. We wear so many hats and with each hat comes another responsibility. Women, we make sure our families are good. Dinners are prepared and ready. The house is conducive for company, grocery shopping, caretaking, and sometimes being the sole providers. Men, you make sure that your families are protected and covered and that you provide that sense of security to them every day. No matter the hat that we wear, how big or how small, they are interchangeable throughout the day. And sometimes we wear them at the same time, the multitasker. It is inevitable that in these days and times, we will keep going and going and going. And we make sure that everyone is taken care of. And sometimes we forget about ourselves. We forget that we are made of flesh and blood and that we are not invincible. The world that we live in makes us prone to the I have to get it done mentality. And if I don't do it, then who will? We tell ourselves this to make ourselves feel validated, to make our days feel validated. And we like to validate our reasons for running our own selves into the ground. We not only have the go get it attitude, but also we have the microwave attitude, the hurry up and get it done attitude. Many people have a hard time waiting these days. But I can remember the slow cooked Sunday dinners that my grandmother and mom would have when they started the dinner on Saturday, but it wasn't ready until Sunday. And one thing about those Sunday dinners that made them so worth the wait and special was that you can literally taste the time and effort put into each meal. You knew without a shadow of a doubt that the food was made with love. Grandma hands needed that dough for the biscuits or or stirred the mixture for the homemade cornbread. You knew that the greens took time from how they were picked, the meat that was used to season them, and even how they were cut was a strategically planned effort. So when you ate, the love was so overwhelming that we didn't talk through the meal because you wanted to take in every bite as if it would be your last. Why? Because you valued the time and the effort that was put into it. The wait was worth it. But now we want it quick. The piece of meat thrown between bread and gobs of mayo to keep it together. The French fries that we gobble down in our cars while we are rushing to our next destination. Sunday family dinners have been replaced with to-go boxes and watching TV and playing on our cell phones. To refresh means to give new strength or energy to. So how often do you refresh? Maybe we spend our times in the morning with God, riding in the car if we missed our time devotions with him. Or in the evening after everything from our day has finally quieted down. But what about that time in between? What about the time in the middle of the day when we have had enough of our bosses or our employees, enough of life? 
What about that time in the middle of the day when you think if I get one more dumb email from a coworker or if my husband or wife or kids call me one more time about something that can wait until I get home, I'm going to pull my hair out. I'm going to scream. I'm going to go off. (laughs) That time in the middle of the day when you get so agitated and cannot understand why, When we feel the crash, we call it the midday burn and we search things out to to feed our flesh. We tend to go for the things in the vending machine, a pick me up or even search out places for a nap. That is the time when I believe that God is calling us to refresh. We all face situation in our lives that causes some level of pain or pressure or even devastation. I have found that still in a way that time with God has been important in my own healing and deliverance. Making it a point to get up from my desk, walk to my car and get in the presence of the Lord and refreshing from a hard place has kept me from breaking under the pressure. When you refresh, it gives you a moment in time to reevaluate how you want the rest of your day to resume. Do you want to end the day feeling defeated by your actions, words, and thoughts or feelings? Or do you want to be empowered to face whatever giants are coming your way? You have no idea what you were faced from moment to moment. But the refreshing allows you to prepare yourself. You literally readjust your armor and you get that second wind. You see, Mary sat at Jesus' feet just listening to him, not asking him for anything, but just to take that moment and refresh. While Martha continued to busy herself because she thought that was what was needed of her. Jesus left the disciples and went off to pray in the middle of the day and to talk to God, the father. The Bible is full of countless times where Jesus went alone to pray, to commune with the father. He did it after the multiplication of loaves and fish. He did it before he chose the 12 disciples. Jesus himself had to go and refresh. A lot of disappointment, hurt, frustration can easily be avoided when we take these moments, when we are being nudged throughout the day. The Holy Spirit has a way of warning us by gently nudging us into his presence. The refreshing is taking that time out to breathe, to pause, to drink a cool glass of water on a hot summer day, to sip hot chocolate on a cold winter afternoon. The refreshing sweeps us out of the busyness of the day and allows us to take a nap in the middle of the day. Only this nap doesn't require us to sleep, but to rest in his presence in a moment of time to see lie. And it's completely worth it. The refreshing refills us and strengthens us to prepare us all in one. The Holy Spirit has a way of giving us what we need when we need it, when we slow down long enough to accept it. Yes, accept it. We don't always have to accept the refreshing. 
We don't always have to pay attention to the gentle nudges, but when we don't, what can be the cost? What if in the refreshing, the Holy Spirit wants to warn us of a crash or how to word or reword an email that we are about to send that can either get us fired or promoted? What if the Holy Spirit is attempting to tell you in that moment how God feels about you? And it could be during a time when you're feeling unappreciated, discouraged, and just not worthy of any type of love. What if the Holy Spirit wants to correct you? And because you're so busy throughout the day, you don't have time to hear him wooing you. You don't have time to give him your attention. It is important that we take care of ourselves. Who else will? We have to take care of our minds, our temples, our spirit men. The times that we live in, unfortunately, are not going to get better in the sense that busy and distracting distractions will become a lifestyle. The go will intensify and the heat will be turned up on what the world will require from us. We have apps that help us to calm down or meditate. But the question would be, what exactly is it? In those moments, are you meditating on? Does it quicken your spirit? How long does the meditation last? But the refreshing gives you a sense of purpose and responsibility. So let's refresh. The Holy Spirit wants to commune with you, to talk to you, to love on you, to direct you, to woo you. Allow that time to let him have his perfect work in you. Tell him what is bothering you, what hurts you, what is frustrating you. Tell him how tired you feel. Tell him how good he's been to you. So go ahead, take a deep breath. And breathe. Allow him to now answer you. To tell you good and wonderful things. All you have to do is pause. Inhale. And exhale. That is the refreshing So thank you for refreshing with Robin. I look forward to spending these moments with you for us meeting in the refreshing room. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Ouch. (laughs) So you guys, a couple of weeks ago, my sister and I were out of state um, in Texas And we decided to go out this particular day to downtown Fort Worth just to look around, get a feel for the city a little bit. Um, Things were pretty much still shut down because of COVID, but we were able to walk around um, the downtown area with our mask on, of course. And um, 
It was a really beautiful day. The sun was shining. It wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. It was that perfect in between. Um, there was a little bit of a breeze going on. It was just a really nice day. And so we went to a couple of shops um, there. We got a Jamba Juice. We went to a cookie store, got some cookies. Um, and we went to a cute little candy store and we got some candy. And we we're just walking around enjoying the, the sights, looking at the businesses, talking, just doing sister things. And so we decided that we were ready to leave. We were kind of hungry and there was a place that we wanted to go eat. So on our way back to the car, Everything was fine. We're talking and laughing, just minding our business. You guys, I promise you, I did not trip. It literally felt like something pushed me down or was attempting to push me down. And I remember I started tripping and I can hear my sister say, be careful. And you guys, this was like a slow motion movie type of thing happening. Literally for at least 10 to 15 seconds, I was tripping. And I dropped my Jamba Juice, my candy bag with my cookies went one way and my purse dropped. And I remember thinking once I dropped my purse, I was going down. I did everything I possibly could do to not hit that ground. I did not want to fall. Everything in me fought to not fall. But when I say I felt like something was pushing me down, it literally had its hands on me, literally saying, you are going down. And finally, I hit the ground. And I hit the ground with both knees. And when I tell you, <laughs> it sent shock waves through my body. And the first thing I thought when I went down was who saw me? I was more concerned about the people around that saw me fall than I was concerned about my own well-being. I was embarrassed and I, I, I sat there or I was on my knees and I remember looking back and this guy in his car was looking at me and I just turned my head and I looked down and I'm like, what happened that came out of my mouth? What happened? And my sister started gathering my things and I was able to pull myself up. And as I got up, I couldn't fully stand up because all of a sudden the pain of the fall set in. It set in pretty quickly and I began to wipe my knees. And as I wiped over my knees, I felt this pain in my knee. And I said again, what happened? I cannot believe I just failed. Ashley, who saw me <laughs> and I stood up in this intense strain in my back. I felt this intense strain in my back and she handed me all of my belongings and um, 
I put my purse, I, my Jamba Juice was gone, you guys. The Jamba Juice was so good, but there was nothing I can do with it. My Jamba Juice was gone. She gave me my, my bag with my goodies, and I began to walk to the car because that's what our destination was, trying to get to the car. And we got to the car, and we sat in the car, and I said, Ashley, give me a moment. She said, absolutely, you need it. And she rolled down the windows and I said, I have to call somebody. So I called a friend and I was like, hey, you won't believe what just happened. I fell. And they're like, what? Are you okay? I was like, I'm okay, but I'm too grown to be falling. <laughs> you know, I'm too grown to be out here falling in another state, like, and I told her it felt like something pushed me down and we had a conversation. I said, well, let me pull myself together. And before we got off the phone, she told me, make sure you get you some medication now before the pain gets too intense. Take you something now. Sure. Then I decided to call my daughter. Well, her 16 year old self, she just laughed at me like, sorry to hear that mom. Ha ha ha. He, you know. So I got off the phone with my daughter and me and my sister sat there and I erupted in laughter, which made her laugh. And I was like, I cannot believe I fail. And so we went back and forth with that. And um, we as we proceeded to our next destination, um, by the time we got there, I said, I really need some medicine because sitting in the car now my body began to lock up. It became, it got very tight. So the effects of the fall began to set in. So the next day, as I was spending my alone time with God, this is what I heard. I fell, but there was something there to catch me. And I'm like, okay, Lord, but I hit the ground. Yes. You lost control, you fail, but there was something there to catch you. I said, okay, tell me a little bit more about where you're going with this because I'm confused. That was painful. First, he said, I am not the author of confusion, so don't be confused. That's number one. Number two, sometimes situations arise in our lives where we have no control of them and we have to let them play out for what they're going to be. Consider Job. Job was minding his own business. He was considered a noble man. The enemy decided, I want to test him and took everything from Job, right? So here I am attempting to use my own strength to keep myself up. And the entire time, whatever it was that I felt was holding me down, say you are going down. Now that may have been an agenda. So let's say that was an attack of the enemy because I did not trip. That was an attack of the enemy. You're going down. So in my own strength, I kept trying to keep myself up. When I finally realized there was no way for me to hold myself up, then I surrendered to what 
was about to happen. But even in my falling, the ground was there to catch me. I didn't fall off of a cliff. I didn't fall into a well that has no end. I fell, I hit the ground and I was caught. Yes, it was painful. Yes, that fall caused me a level of pain. However, remember I said I was able to get up. I was able to get up and wipe myself off. And when I realized what had happened, when I processed it and accepted it, I was able to take that step and move to the destination where I was headed, which was the car. See, the circumstance may have changed on me getting to the car. There was an obstacle that I had to overcome in order for me to get to the car, but I still had to keep moving to get to the car. Now, remember I said, when I began to trip, my sister said, be careful. I can only attest to the Holy Spirit telling us, watch out, there's something coming. Be careful, the enemy is on the move. Because we know that the Holy Spirit warns us, it counsels us, it gives us wisdom, it gives us knowledge. So my sister did not know the end result would be the fall, but she knew that with me tripping, Something was about to happen and all she could say was be careful. But I got back up in my pain, in my embarrassment, in the way that I felt I was able to get back up. And you guys, I did not get up in my own strength. I was really hurt. I did not get up in my own strength. I believe in that moment that some angels helped me up. Angels began to minister to me. It's okay. Because I could have had a full-fledged breakdown in that moment. But I stayed calm. I stayed cool. And I stayed connected and collected. (laughs) Because I knew that I still had to make it to the car. So how is this refreshing, Robin? I'm so glad you asked. Even though we fall, we still have the option to get back up. The Holy Spirit can warn us at any time of imminent danger. Some things happen in our lives that we have no control over. We don't ask For some of this pain, for some of this trauma, but yet it comes. And when it comes, it can cause that level of pain. It can cause that level of trauma. But what do you do when it happens? Do you stay down or do you get up? Do you keep moving forward or do you back up? I had the option to just sit there and bask in it. But for whatever reason, the Holy Spirit would not let me do that. You have to get up. So refresh today knowing that no matter what the enemy throws at you, no matter how down you get, no matter what obstacles you have to bear, get up 
Keep moving forward. Now, here's my last thought. There may be some wounds and some scars from whatever it was that made you fall. There may be some residuals there. My knee was bruised. Still have a little bit of that pain. But the pain is only a reminder that I'm human. The pain is only a reminder. Yes, you fail, but you got up. So if you don't get anything today, get the fact or understand to just get up. Refresh in that moment. Take a second. Tell yourself, I have to get up and I have to keep moving forward. Thank you for refreshing with Robin today. Again, I look forward to these refreshing moments with you, meeting you here in the refreshing room. You have a great rest of your day.